Cardinals Corner from Arizona Sports with Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby. Hello and welcome back into another edition of Cardinals Corner on a Friday. So I'm very appreciative of my co-pilot, Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter, Tyler Drake, for making the time for the small guy, Cardinals Corner, myself, Arizona Sports Afternoon contributor, Eric Ruby. Thank you, Tyler, for making some time to talk some Cardinals football today. Anytime, anytime. Glad to be here. Really, any day, anytime. So tomorrow, 9 a.m., I'm going to hit you up. We're going to do a deep dive into every single free agent. No, man, you're going to have to take that up with my wife if we're doing that. Okay, cool. I'll make, I'll make sure to message her after that. But no, we're not going to do a deep dive into every single signing they had, but we are going to touch on some outros and some intros for Cardinals Free Agency later in this episode. But we've got a couple things to check off the list. The biggest thing right now dominating the talks for the Arizona Cardinals since they've been rather dormant in free agency is the status of wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. So from your perspective, as somebody who covers the team, how has this escalated into where it is today with multiple teams being linked to Hop. Yeah, you know, I think it's just gone from there's the thought that he could get dealt to now it's more of a matter of when, not if. I think it's really come down to that. I think we saw the reports that came out with, who was it, uh, Bills were headlining the trade market for him, so that's definitely something to watch. If that, if he somehow ended up with the Bills with Stefan Diggs, oh my goodness. But then you've got Pac-Man talking, I think he threw out four other teams. Who were the right, Ravens, Pac-Man Raiders, Jones. Falcons and Patriots. Yeah, pa- Pac-Man Jones went on Pat McAfee. This is like a week and a half after DeAndre Hopkins went on the Pac McAfee show, yep. and maybe even longer. And uh, Darren Ur- Urban actually tweeted out that Pac-Man Jones was the one who facilitated DeAndre Hopkins to get on the Pat McAfee show. So a couple weeks later, Pac-Man Jones comes on, and according to his source, is, and that's how they said it, (laughs) not me, not me, that's how they said it, their source is... That there was a couple teams that was linked to D-Hop, and and those were what you just said. You got the Raiders, the Patriots, the Falcons, and the Ravens, along with the Bills. Bills. So, from your perspective, who has what the Cardinals want in return? I mean, for Hopkins, here's the thing. I think we went in the offseason thinking, oh man, they trade him? First round pick. It's got to be, right? Now it's It doesn't seem like that. Now it's third round pick? Uh... If they don't get a third, no. If they don't get a third, I'm out. Don't trade him. But that's why. That's don't trade him. Wild to even think it's a third. I mean, he is still. I know he's in the back end of his career. Jalen Ramsey type. But like, come on. I mean, it's but it's the same thing where it's all about the contract too. Because if the Cardinals aren't going to take on the money themselves, if Mm -hmm. they're not going to pay that, they're going to try to get the person who trades for them to take on his contract. Mm -hmm. And then he is going to want a new contract. I know he says all he wants to do is win. Yeah which I'm sure he really does want to win, which is why he wants to get out of Arizona for this season because all signs are pointing towards not winning. Exactly. But I don't think that he's just going to be like, oh, I don't care. I'll take whatever money you can give me. Like, he's going to be expensive. For me, I think the interesting thing is the Patriots because you've got Bill O'Brien there. He was the facilitator to get Hopkins here. He didn't want to do a contract with Hopkins, and that's really what led to the trade. So... I don't see the Patriots being the team that would get him, but at the same time, we saw this past year where Belichick and him were so tight. When they they spent the entire able... week like complimenting yes. each other, leading up to Patriots Cardinals. So maybe, maybe it's you know, 
a little bit farther down the line, you, you forget some of those things that, you know, maybe you were at odds with, and maybe that's the answer. And, and I think Hopkins would love to reunite, or not reunite, but unite with Bill Belichick. I just don't know. Yeah, it's just what what's the package going to look like? Right. What's the package going to look like? What are the Cardinals asking for? Because I don't think they're asking for established talent in the league unless they're going to be under contract for a while. I saw Ed Oliver's name be floated yeah, out from Buffalo. I wouldn't mind that in a pick and, and packaging yeah. trying to figure that out. A but, pick has to come with that, though. It can't just be him. Well, right. But uh, SI.com's Albert Breer said that the trade package for DeAndre Hopkins could actually end up being closer to what the Cowboys did for Brandon Cooks. Which is like, what, a fifth and a sixth? It was a 2023 <sighs> fifth rounder and a 2024 nope. sixth rounder. Nope, nope, nope. Which... That's terrible. Granted, like, similar to, I guess, could mean, like, a third and a fourth, but that's still, it just, DeAndre Hopkins over here, right? Yep. And a third or a fourth round pick over here, they don't equal. No, they, they don't. These things they don't, don't make sense. And as much as you'd want to argue the money side of it, or the age side of it, yep. or the fact that Hop only played half of last season. Due to suspension and injury. I love how when people talk down about him, it's saying that he doesn't get open, but then the immediate sentence right afterwards is what? I mean, he's still hit. He's still hit. <laughs> he catches every he's single thing. And, he, and that's the thing. He's still even missing, what was it, eight games? He still managed to lead the team in receiving yards. 717. Second in catches. 64. Tie, or tied for second in catches, tied for second in touchdowns with three. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he missed time, but he still went out there and balled, and you can clearly see the offense was completely different. Now... Granted, you've got to look and see Drew Petzing's here now. That's probably a different offense that they're going to be running. Should not rely on one person like it did the last couple years with Hopkins. But I digress there. So maybe he just doesn't fit in the plans. But I just don't see how you can be an NFL team and say he can't fit in the plans. I just, I don't know. This isn't really, I think, up to the Cardinals right now. I, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins wants to play yeah, in Arizona. Yeah, and that's the thing. You have to take his, you have to t- take what he wants into account for Right, sure. because at the end of the day, if you don't, he's just not going to show up. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's not, he's not mm-hmm. going to do it. And you also have to remember, he wasn't playing with Kyler Murray for his games that he was playing at the end of the season. He had yep. a bunch of different quarterbacks back yep. there. And of course you're going to rely on DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. And I think part of him wants to be relied on, but he also wants to have the ability to blend into your offense. Mm-hmm. And two years ago, you could. Well, and I go back to this, too. Is Last season, there was a, there's a really interesting thing with Sean Jefferson about how Sean Jefferson, former wide receivers coach, said he, he talked to DeAndre Hopkins about DeAndre Hopkins wondering if he could be a Hall of Famer. Right, that was on Hard Knocks, right? Yeah, and it's just wild to even think that because... In my eyes, he's already a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But I think what he needs now, he wants that championship, that kind of long, that deep postseason run to really solidify his place among the NFL greats. It's the only thing he's missing, right? That's the only thing he's missing. Because he's got the respect. Oh, you yeah. mentioned it when you talk about Belichick. Like yep. You talk about the top receivers in the game for the last however many years and for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins' name comes up. Mm-hmm. But are they going to pay him? Because the thing about the NFL is yep. that they hate, hate, hate old players. And honestly, old receivers, they do tend to fall off rather quickly. Well, and what, I, what I've been seeing is that it sounds like Hopkins is going to test free agency no matter what, whoever he goes to in 2025. Which means that team's not going to want to give up exactly. as much. It's, it's almost like a catch-22, mm-hmm. right? You're going to go to the Cardinals and you're going to negotiate against them by saying one of two things. Number one is this player... He doesn't player, want to play for you. Right. Yep. He, he doesn't want to play for you and he's only going to want to play for us for one year. Yep. Why am I going to give you 
anything of value. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to go to them and say, we're going to take him off your hands because you don't want him. And he's going to be with us for blank amount of years because we're going to put that money on the table. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. since we're going to put that money on the table and we're taking him off of your hands, here's why we're not going to give you rounder. anything. Right. <laughs> that would be bad. Okay. Just, uh... And as, as I, I want to take a second here. Let's do a little exercise, okay? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's just say it has to happen. Okay? okay. You have to get DeAndre Hopkins off, off of this team. Yep. And you get a fifth round pick for him. Well, one, you wait till after June first because the uh, dead money hit. You space between two years, so that's number one. Okay. <laughs> and and number two is okay. Now you've got a blank slate. Yep. And as awful as it might be to think to yourself, that's all we got for DeAndre Hopkins. And granted, I'll be sitting here doing the same thing. Yeah. I'll be sitting here questioning the same thing. But if that's what you get. That's that's what you get, and you have to go and move on with it. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of starting fresh, yeah. of starting new. And it's hard to imagine that when it starts with trading away one of the best receivers in the game. Yes. But if you keep them, it's worse, is it not? Is it not worse to keep you're, DeAndre Hopkins on this roster against ham, his will? Your ham, yeah, against, yeah, that's the thing, against his will. You're hamstrung with the cap space, too. So, yeah, I get it. It's just the thought of, like, you have DeAndre Hopkins on your team. And you think you can come out the other end better without him? Is just it's a wild thought. And obviously, when you look at everything, you it makes more sense. Right but like, on, on paper, the surface, yeah. it's like no way you could build around him. You could ha- you could bring in a quarterback off the street, and they could gel right away because that's the type of guy he is. And it's just it's just rough. And you've also got a contract of Hollywood Brown looming as well. On, yeah. Like uh, along all of this, I don't Brown know about who is. That <laughs> that might be its own conversation for a little bit later because yeah. we have some other stuff to yeah. discuss today. But he is definitely in the conversation to be taking up a good chunk of the Cardinals' money for the next couple of years if they decide that they want him around. Yep. Buda Baker could also be getting extended. That should be getting extended. Right. Should that, be. that shouldn't but be. That does should not he, even be an if. On the Cardinals' end, it shouldn't be an if. It shouldn't be an if. But again, Maybe like like what's happening? <laughs> yeah. What's happening in this offseason? Yeah. What the the pill that Cardinals fans kind of have to swallow is because that they got what they wanted, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Really you did. you you. I'm going to look into the camera for this. Cardinals fans, you got what you wanted. You That's wanted gone. you wanted a clean slate, right? Now some of you, you are it. screaming, but Kyler's still on the team. All right, got <laughs> it's okay. One step at a time. You got your clean slate. But here's the thing about clean slates in any sport, not just the NFL. Takes a while to build up. So as mad as you might be that this season seemingly doesn't have that much direction, would you rather the direction be bad? Would you rather the direction be led by Cliff Kingsbury? These are honest questions here that that have now changed. Or Steve Kime. Like, this is an entirely new regime in Arizona. And it's the very first year of it. Yep. So... This type of stuff are the pills you have to swallow when you're starting new. You have to. Plus, it's an easier pill to swallow when you remember what they gave up for DeAndre Hopkins. Shout out, salute to David Johnson. Yes. But uh, <laughs> it's easier to when you didn't trade a package worthy of DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. It's easier to trade him away. Plus, True. with this whole reset, you've got the draft coming up. Yeah. And you're going to have this influx of young, not just, not just your first round pick, but you're going to be taking some swings in this draft. Yeah. You're probably going to go for some wide receivers. As great as it might be to have DeAndre Hopkins mentor them, 
it might be harder if he doesn't want to be there and now these young guys are coming into an organization that's supposed to be in a clean slate and you've got a veteran walking around like he doesn't want to be here. So there's a lot of different things that can go into play as to why you don't want him on your roster for every non-football reason possible. Those are the only reasons why you don't want DeAndre Hopkins on your roster. That's That's really it. So let's talk about the draft. Quarterback madness is going crazy right now. Yes. And obviously the Cardinals are not going to draft a quarterback. Actually, I don't want to say obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You would imagine they don't use their first round not pick. Not the first round. Maybe super, super late because their backups know. are Colt McCoy and David Blau. Here, David say it. Say it. Sheep? David oh, Blau. Holy cow. It's David Blau. There we He's go. Back. I, I, I got to let you say that. <laughs> but you're, you're not going to have them take a quarterback with the third overall pick. No, no. Right? No, no, no. But there are quarterbacks who have had their pro days. In fact, the three main ones have. You've got Bryce Young out of Alabama, yep. CJ Stroud out of Ohio State, yep. Will Levis happened today out of Kentucky. Yep. From your perspective, how much does that third quarterback, how much does that really impact the Cardinals pick? I think a lot, and I don't. I think we can go a step further and say the fourth quarterback with Anthony Richardson. Yeah, he's getting a lot, a lot of talk right now. So I think you could really. There's four guys, but I. It honestly, here's my thing. We know the Cardinals aren't going to take a quarterback. The Colts know the Cardinals aren't going to take a quarterback. The Cardinals really have to sell this that they've got somebody else that's going to come up and move up to take that pick, or else right, or else I don't see the Colts trying to move up at all. I think the Colts will be fine sitting right where they're at, and they'll take a quarterback, and they'll move on. If they like both Richardson and yeah. Levis, it's almost like you want you want Richardson and Levis to both have amazing pro days, right? Mm-hmm. But with Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud already basically checking every box that yeah. you wanted, besides Bryce Young weighing in, yeah, you might want one of them to be the clear-cut favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because having four quarterbacks allows the Colts to sit back. And even anybody after the Colts. Yep. The Seahawks, who have been at the pro days of all these guys. Who, yeah, took a selfie with Will Levis, their whole crew. With with all of them, actually. They took a selfie with Stroud and with Bryce Young. So, you know, those Seahawks, man, they're always thinking, like, how are we going to get people's heads about this? That's so much gamesmanship, though. But Cardinals need to start doing that, too. Yep. And you've heard little bits of pieces and mock drafts about, oh, I think the Cardinals will trade back and make sense, blah, 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 blah. But the sentiment around what at least I've picked up with you and a lot of people here is it's Will Anderson or, or it's Bust. Yep. And you're you're still there. I'm still there. Because I've I been just, I've been there. I know you've been there. Yeah. I just want to make sure because draft craziness comes on. You see Will Levis in some shorts. You might change your mind. <laughs> you, you just might change your mind. No, I, I think it's Will Anderson. I think it's the type of player where you're not only getting the production on the field. I think the dude's got his head on his shoulders off the field. You know, the one thing that I go back to, he talks to his mom every day at like 10 o'clock in the morning, like just to make sure he is speaking with his family. I think that goes a long way. It shows he's more of a family man. He's only 21 years old he's got it and I mean even that young guy like that already kind of he seems like a pro I mean yeah, the he combine, talks like the it. pro day everything and and so I think you get a cornerstone a generational type talent with Will Anderson I think Zach Allen like I said when I was on with uh uh Wolf and Luke the other day I said you know Zach Allen was kind of that cornerstone they could build around going into the season but he's gone now so yeah. <laughs> you've got to find somebody on that in the trenches to really build around there get that secondary built up and go from there but yeah the line of scrimmage is huge they've got to really shore that up and I think Will Anderson would be a huge get I mean yeah the yeah, that's got to be number one for me that's got to be number one for me you can't miss that guy again no nope. emphasis on again 
You can't let this happen again. Mm -hmm. You're there. And you know what? There's a chance that he's gone. There's a chance that all of the smoke screen that he's that good. Any team could take him. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Yeah. The the Panthers could take him with the number one overall pick, and it would be worth it. Yep. The Texans could give him to D'Amico Ryan's, and it would be worth it. That would be so. Right. That would be nuts. That would be nuts. Right. That would be ooh. Right. Ooh. So, if you're the GM, let's say we shave your head, Tyler, okay. and you're the general manager ooh, of the Arizona Cardinals. Really rough. Right. Uh, <laughs> which. You know, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should we should put a shaved head bet on something at some point. Let's let's chew on that. Oh, chew on that while I run you through this. Ugh. You're the GM of the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals. It's the third overall pick. You're on the clock. Okay. Will Anderson is there. Yeah. What does it take for you to trade back? Um. Well, funny you would say that. I have a story that's coming out very soon. I didn't even know this. Look at the synergy. That, Come on. I, I specifically so I did two scenarios. I did one where you keep the pick. Hmm. Will Anderson, you're running to the podium. You're giving it to him. Like you're making sure that you're done. That's done. Two seconds in, just give him, give him the ticket. The other option though is trading down. And I went through the the Pro Football Focus draft simulator the other day and looked at a couple trades, and I found one with the Raiders that was pretty interesting. And was able to get their seventh pick. Uh, I think pick seventy and a first rounder next year. Hmm. Seven so, seventy and a first for the Raiders. So then. They they ended up taking Will Levis. Down the line a little bit longer, I went with Christian Gonzalez. Not a bad pick. That's my I think it's it's Will Anderson, Christian Gonzalez, Tyree Wilson. Yeah, those, those are, are your three. three. Yep. I like those three. Yep. Tyree's a little interesting. You've seen a lot of people be, oh, he's a little too raw, and then mm-hmm. people are like, What are you talking about? Like those those raw attributes definitely will translate. He's a condor. Gonzalez just he's just solid. Yeah. He's just yeah. he is some guy that he is going to lock down one side of the he field wants for to play you. Presumably. That's sick. Yep. But he was going to lock down a side of the field for you, presumably for the next five, however Easy. many years yeah. you're going to keep him around. Yep. Plus, you've lost a little help in that department mm-hmm. with Byron Murphy Jr. going all the way up into Minnesota. And that's the thing is, you pair him with Marco Antonio Hamilton and Christian Matthew, that's that's a really solid secondary. It's a, it's a good young core. It's think. a good young core. I wouldn't say it's great. I wouldn't go in and say that they're going to be top 15 in the league. But I think it's a step up from last year. That's all you need. I definitely do. But I think that that's, that's that young potential. You add a, a, a high-caliber prospect like a mm-hmm. Gonzalez in there, and that's what takes that from, okay, to, okay, with some future in it. You yep. know, that kind yep. of hopeful bit at the end of the, okay, yep. you know, like you understand what's going on. Exactly. The Raiders are linked to DeAndre Hopkins. Package it. Let's just take this situation, right? Package it. DeAndre Hopkins, the third overall pick for... Chandler Jones? I'm just kidding. Oh, stop. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. For seven? 70? What? You want to make the Raiders throw their second round pick in there and we call it square? Like, is is that what it could take? Why not? Weird, though, to say you're trading D-Hop in the third overall pick for 7, 70, a second, and, and next a first. first. Yeah. That's a lot of picks. Yeah. I, it's, I'm really interested to see how Monty attacks this. Yeah, me too. This is, a, this is his first big, really big challenge. He has an entire clean slate. Mm-hmm. He has no really big money besides Kyler. You're going to get rid of D-Hop. Mm-hmm. You got no like big, 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 big money under contract. You have a chance to completely fill up your youth with... What he's brought in to do, mm-hmm. what he's supposed to be good at, oh yeah, is nailing these guys. Yep. 
Yep. So if you can say, all right, I'll pass on to Will Anderson and I'm going to take shots on all these other guys that I got down the list and it pays off. Huge. We're, we're, we're talking about a, a jump start to a new era we're here. We're talking like executive of the year. At one well, point. we're also talking about a reality where Will Anderson goes to another team like and Seattle tears it up for the Seahawks. next 12 plus years. Like the Seattle Seahawks. I'm worried about whoever they pick. And that's the ultimate sign of respect. Mm-hmm. If they get Jalen Carter, I'm worried. If they get Will Anderson, I'm worried. If really they get any of the quarterbacks, Anderson. they yep. get Anthony Richardson, they're going to sit him behind Geno for a year and then he's going to be yeah. the best quarterback in the league somehow. <laughs> And Pete Carroll's going to just reverse age. And just keep chewing gum. Just, that's probably the answer. That is, yeah. That's probably the yep, answer. Yep. All right. <laughs> kind of got a lot of the draft scenarios covered. It's hard because there only seems like there's a select few players that you could see the Cardinals leaving the first round with. But yeah. my hunch says that something crazy is going to happen. Something that we're not uh, e- like We are not even on the radar of what's going to actually happen. Which is a really stupid take, but well, I'm going to put it out there anyway. Like right, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Like, it could be that they stay there and they take Jalen Carter. Richardson goes two. Richardson goes two. Like, that, like there's Ugh. something, something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And it's not going to go the way we talk about it. But if, if it does, it really is Will Anderson Jr., trade back, get a high-value guy like a Tyree Wilson, Christian Gonzalez. Yep. Those are, I mean, those are the two names that I gravitate towards too. Yeah. I don't really know who else. I know like later in the draft the mm-hmm. positions I want them to target. Yep. Maybe if they move later in the first round and get multiple first round picks, mm-hmm. try to go for an offensive lineman. Yeah. Try to just shut down that area. There's a couple linemen in like second or third though that are yeah like, pretty. You probably want to take a shot on. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk some linemen. Let's actually talk a little free agency. Yeah. Because that's the position group that's actually been. Addressed almost the most has yeah. been offensive line really has, for yeah. the Cardinals. Now, have they addressed it in the greatest way? I think in some ways, yes. You yeah. got you got the boy Beach. Yep. He Put came on show. our show, <laughs> came on our show last episode, and we were asking him how confident he was in talks and negotiations. And he was going on a trip to Zambia to he go made to Waterwell. Point to say like he wanted to play on grass. That was one of his main points. So. And he basically said, "You know, I'm confident because I'm taking a a, a trip to Zambia yeah. to build a Waterwell." During the beginning of, of free, free agency. agency. Yeah. So. And what happened? The deal came down right. while he was there. While he was there, he comes <laughs> back and he signs it. It's a, it's a two-year deal. It's a, it's a good cost control yeah. deal for yeah. a yep. veteran guy like Beach. You you need to have guys like him around for the rebuild. And the, thing, and, the, and the fact that he basically agreed to that deal shortly after the things he said, the comments he made about Kyler, and just the fact that he needs to keep maturing, I think does say a lot, too, of like, hey— you know, maybe we need that voice to kind of even. He's not out. running from his word. He's exactly. not on his way out bashing somebody and then yep, going. Yep, yep. And I think, and I think that that sounds out, stands out a lot because I think if everyone was so pro Kylie, they say, "Nope, you're gone. See you later." Yeah, and I mean, instead now it's more, "Hey, you know, let's have a concerted." group collective kind of conversation about things and who knows how that conversation is going to go down the line because mm-hmm. obviously he's going to have to have a conversation with Kyler and probably Marquise Brown but at the end of the day I mean you need to have some balance in that way I think to have a, a cohesive locker room at the end of the day can I rephrase something that you said yes for you yes. actually yeah, yeah okay because I think I heard myself say it so well no it, I don't even think we're thinking about the same thing okay. for the first time our synergy it might be off right now <laughs> you said they might not be as pro Kyler. Yeah, that. Okay. Yep, same thing. I, was I think if you're pro Kyler, 
You're beautiful. You want him to hear yeah. the type of stuff that Beach so was saying. That, okay, yeah. So okay, that's so we where are, I was trying to, yeah, that's where I was trying yeah. to get to. But like, I, the like way I said pro it was Kyler weird. to a fault. Yes, man. That's, but you, yes. you would imagine that this new regime for the Cardinals, part of the requirement for coming in and taking this job was that you were told this guy's this the most guy. important guy in the franchise. Yeah. You're gonna be real with him. Yeah. You're not going mm-hmm. to just cater to his every will, yeah. you're going to make it the best environment for him, which mm-hmm. means you're probably going to do some stuff that he doesn't like. Yes. So that that was what kind of I was like, okay, Pro Kyler yeah. would let him come in. Yep. Yep. You yep. know, it's it, that that's kind of the difference there. But what about the other free agency signings? Beach, the big name. Antonio Hamilton is another returning name. I like that name. one a lot. I thought that was... I like, I like that one a lot. On a one-year deal, he didn't yeah. really get a full chance to prove himself because of the kitchen uh, and cooking incident. he was going to be a starter. Like, yeah. He was a projected starter alongside Byron Murphy because Marco Wilson wasn't... There's a whole storyline yeah. going into the uh, yeah. the first week. I all mean, throughout Marco and Isaiah Simmons. The, the beginning of... Really, the beginning of the season, it was like, can these guys show up and step up? And, and he, uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It was just, yeah. So I think Antonio Hamilton was solid. Uh, I really like the Will Hernandez uh, signing again because he is a bruiser, he's an enforcer, he's a guy that'll get dirty. So I definitely think that's a great signing. Uh, yeah, I, I thought the vets they brought back on the line definitely will help kind of stabilize the influx of youth that I think we're going to be seeing this offseason. They needed some depth, yeah. for sure. And they're, if they don't draft an offensive lineman... They don't draft a center. If they don't... If they don't, if they don't Scruggs. That's, Ooh, that's a name. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, that's a I gotta get rounder. A, I'm about to get a jersey already. Juice that's scrubs, that's a name. Insane. Okay. What about the guys who aren't returning? Who stands out? Because granted it Tyler, it's thin. <laughs> it is a thin group to pick oh, from. Before we get to that, uh Kaiser White, I think he well, might yeah, that's, really be solid. That's an outside guy. Oh, I think I said he was leaving. No, 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 no. I'm talking oh, about I got you, I'm I got talking you, about who who who's not being brought back from the team or re-signing somebody who's from another team coming oh, in. Kaiser okay. White. Yeah, that's number one. Right. Number one. I think just the you've got the pairing with Jonathan Gannon and, and Nick Rollis from last year. I think that's really the guy that they want to kind of lean on. He'll be right next to Zavin. It really, to me, what happens with Isaiah Simmons? Where does he get Where does he get put? Where it's does option he get time. It's fifth-year option it time. Is. And not many people around the league. I'm not there's actually a anybody. People, there's a, I think a couple people have gotten picked up. But, but uh, nothing not I mean, like, until May. Usually you kind of see the when one really goes in on it, all of them kind of follow. So mm-hmm. the one's happening now. It's not that big of a deal that Isaiah Simmons' fifth-year option doesn't get picked up. But as we get closer... That is something to keep an eye on. I mean, for sure. I think for a lot of people, it's is this Hassan Reddick all over again? Jeez, that's. I mean, really, that's what it's. That's that's the feeling. Why do I feel like we've, there's lot. been like six Hassan Reddicks? Maybe there have. <laughs> no, it, I mean, it really, <laughs> it really does feel like this is the year that you need to put him in the right position. Yep. To to succeed because. God, are we going to have another offseason talking about him having all of the tools and being able to move around and nah, 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 nah. put him yeah, in the right position to succeed? Spot, let him go. Just let him play. Yep. Okay, back to Kaiser White, though. Yeah. Two-year deal could be up to, worth up to $11 million. Yep. It, it's one of those – it's not a flyer, but it's one of those moves that even in a year where you're not trying to win, you need guys like – Kaiser White. Well, and I think just in general, if you look at all of the deals they're making, they're not making any of these huge deals. They're one- to two-year deals with guys that maybe they can – who else has had a two-year deal besides White? Beecham? Yeah. And that's – is everybody else been a one-year deal? There might be a couple guys. I know Antonio Hamilton was a one-year one deal. deal. I'll have to look back. I know LJ Collier was a one-year deal. I thought there deal. was maybe one or two more guys. Blau was a one-year deal. Uh, maybe Froholt? That maybe. Kevin Strong? 
I'm not sure. I, I mean, that's the thing is like, I'm just, I'm backing up what you were saying. Yeah. In that they're not committing to anybody long term. Okay, you got a two year deal. Yeah. Okay, so like. But yeah, that's what, the, and, and here's, here's the thing in a rebuild, you want, this is kind of how you want to set it up. Get those cost effective signings, make sure you have a team to put on the field and see what sticks and then move forward in the next year and see who you want to bring back and see who you, who you can really cut bait with. You put anything to the signing of Zach Pascoe, also following from the Eagles to the Cardinals, but obviously not as big of a part of the offense as Kaiser White was to their defense. I don't, I, I don't mind it. I think it's I, I think we could see a lot of special teams work out of him. I think he could come in and, and help out every once in a while on the offense. We'll just have to see what they think he can do. Really. Speaking of special teams... Josh you've got Woods. a big, yeah. You got a big time special teams guy coming in. Yeah, I'm not Woods. trying to poke fun at this, but it was a funny moment when this release came down, and we were all in the newsroom, and we're like, "Season, season save." Cardinals got back on track for free agency. They signed Josh Woods, and no disrespect to Josh Woods, he was team captain. Yeah. Team captain for yeah. for the Lions on special teams last year, so he, he's going to be a guy who you're probably going to hear his name every once in a while. Wolf is probably going to be like, oh, "I love this guy." I feel like it's going to be like almost like a Dennis Gardeck. Yeah. I, then what do you do with Dennis Gardeck? Got two Dennis Gardex on your team? Is two that barbarians. is that allowed? Yeah, can that can can two Dennis Gardex exist on one team? That is a question that, that needs to question. be answered. Yeah. All right. We've we've put it off long enough. Let's talk about the bad, right? Let's talk about the leaving yeah. because there were a couple names that all before free agency we were saying, man, the Cardinals need to make sure they bring them back. Leading the way was Zach Allen, who's gone. After him was Byron Murphy Jr., Wolf. who's gone. Yep. Allen to the Broncos, Murphy to the Vikings. Which one hurts the most and why? That's it's got to be Zach Allen. It's got to be Zach Allen. Like obviously Byron Murphy, homegrown talent. You know he did a lot of good things with CB1. That back injury was a little iffy, and I think you know I think he wanted to change the scenery. Obviously, so did Zach Allen. But I think Allen. That's just like I said earlier. He was kind of the cornerstone of that line. Like you build around him. He had a year of JJ Watt tutelage, or yeah, two years of JJ Watt tutelage. Like. That's the kind of thing you need to build around instead of let walk. And, and obviously got paid. Congrats to him. He was a great dude. Great interaction with all of us in the locker room and speaking with us. But, yeah, I mean, it, that's got to hurt because that was a type of guy where you could put a Will Anderson next to him or you could put one of those draft picks next to him and really kind of get that J.J. Watt effect reversed. Yeah. So it kind of it just stings, man. He's going to go to Denver and – that's the thing is everyone's like, he's not going to wow everybody. Yeah, he might not wow everybody. He's still going to probably get five and a half sacks. And I don't need Zach Allen to wow me. I need yeah. him to be a good football uh, He is. And he's a really, he's a really solid yeah. football player. So that one, that one hurts the most, for sure. Worth Honestly, noting, decimated. he followed Vance Joseph, yep. who is now the defensive coordinator in Denver, where he was the head coach before he became the defensive coordinator so in weird. Arizona. So weird. So Part of the tutelage of J.J. Watt and, and what's helped grow Allen was Joseph. And yep, you saw yep. a lot of people pining for Joseph, a lot of Cardinals players in the offseason. And you're starting to see some of the effects of yeah. him not being in the building anymore. Yeah, and you've got to think that that's a big factor. Hey, our guy's not here. Why am I going to be here? That's, I mean, you've got to look at it like that now. Yeah, and then you've got another corner going up to Minnesota. Yep. And you've, yep. as Patrick Peterson heads to the Steelers. Yep. Then you've got oh, Byron Murphy. Wild deal. How did he make that? First of all, so that so that so that happened. That happened when I was on vacation. And I didn't know it happened. Yeah, wild. And I was sitting down, I came back, I was just scrolling on Twitter, and I saw Patrick Peterson in a Steelers yeah. shirt signing a contract. And I'm like, What? I'm like, that's Patrick Peterson. Yeah. 
Why are you wearing Steelers? Because, like, I know it doesn't totally line up, but, like, you can't go to the Steelers. Come on, man. The Steelers? <laughs> but no, but... Come on, man. The Steelers? Yeah. Out of all that, you got to go to the yeah. Steelers? Come on. Oh, yeah. That's... A, oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Not yeah. that, like, he I'm, really... I'm putting it together now. Yeah, yes. you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, before that's Pat Pista, <laughs> but, like... Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Byron, that, that was another one. And, and, you know, I thought it was it was interesting, the fact that he talked to Jordan Hicks a lot. He talked to Patrick Peterson a lot, even though Peterson went elsewhere. So. You know, he had a lot of intel. I think he even talked to cornerbacks coaches uh, with the Cardinals about yeah. moving up there. So yeah. it seemed like that was the ticket, and it seemed like he really took the time to make sure that was the right fit, and he made sure to <laughs> say that he loved the facility. Are we making this more of a big deal than it needs to be? Because it's not like the team was incredible last year. No. And it's not like these guys are going to teams, like you said, and they're expected to be world beaters. Were they just shining moments in a rather dull season that we're holding on to a little bit more than we should? Maybe, maybe. I think with Allen, there was definitely progression. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murphy, again, with the injury, I think is is warranted to have some concerns there. But, yeah, Allen, I think, was on his way to, to becoming one of those really, you know, top defenders through the trenches. So I think it's on that side of things, it is pretty tough for them to lose Allen over, over Murphy. What positions would you like to see them look at uh, for the rest of free agency, let's be honest with ourselves here. They're not going to go out and try to make a winning move. Okay, they're not going to go out and try to make a world beater swing moves. for the fact. Yeah. Like you don't have to give me specific names of cost-effective guys because, granted, there is a lot of them in the mm-hmm. NFL. But what positions? What type of guys are you looking for? Probably a veteran center. That would that one, and maybe. You know, they, they did add a lot of offensive line guys. Froholt has had some time at center, but I think you need to bring in a guy that is a kind of concrete, can get out there and really start for you every game if you need to. Bring in a, a rookie, like I said, maybe not Juice Scruggs, but somebody along those lines later round pick to really grow. Because I think that's been the problem with the Cardinals lately is you've had Rodney Hudson. That was a great addition. We saw automatically what that did, but the wear and tear, the veteran just – old age really got to him and we saw what happens when he was off the field so you've got to be able to not only replace him but have somebody that's going to be waiting in the wings that can come in and take over the guy that's going to replace Rodney you really have to set it up that way to really build this thing how you want it to be built ring 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 Billy Price hello you coming back you you calling Billy's name I'm not (laughs) I'm not I'm not he, I mean, if you, get in, if you get in the end of training camp and you need somebody, maybe. Um, I'm not. Too many, <laughs> too many mistakes last year, Billy. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I, I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. All right. So obviously, in the middle of the NFL offseason, a lot of stuff kind of going on. I wanted to take the end of this episode because if you're still listening right now, one thank you, five star review, Arizona Cardinals corner, please. Okay, but. You care about the offseason if you're listening this far. And I want to go over just some important NFC, NFL offseason dates. This is your latest article on ArizonaSports.com. Of course, you can find all of Tyler's great work on Arizona Sports app, ArizonaSports.com. Comes on, does radio hits all the time. He does TV right. hits. I mean, he's a I superstar. <laughs> he's a superstar. He actually he was kind enough to take his sunglasses off for this recording. Yeah, you're lucky. All right, so March 26th through the 29th is the annual league meetings for the NFL. That's happening there. 
right here in Phoenix. You'll be there having yep. some great content for the aforementioned Arizona Sports app, ArizonaSports.com. April 11th is off-season strength and conditioning program for the Cardinals. Yep. April 19th is the deadline for teams to meet with and conduct their physical for draft-eligible players. April 21st is the deadline for restricted free agents to sign offer sheets. April 25th is Arizona's voluntary veteran minicamp getting underway. And that is big-time voluntary. Yeah. Keyword. Voluntary. voluntary. So if somebody doesn't show up Don't because be they're injured, it's voluntary. But not for Tyler Drake. He'll be there. I will be there. All right. Mandatory for me. April 27th through the 29th. That is the 2023 NFL Draft all the way in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Then you can go ahead to May 2nd. That's the deadline for the fifth-year option. You're going to be looking for Isaiah Simmons at the beginning of May. Or before that. Or before that, but I have a feeling it's probably going to come down to that. Yeah. Then uh, May 12th through 14th, you can hold your rookie minicamp. May 22nd, that's voluntary OTAs for veterans and work, and for rookies. That's beginning. Spring league meetings later in May. And then you get to June. And that is when the decision has to be made on DeAndre Hopkins. If it hasn't already been made. If it hasn't already been made. So that's just a couple deadlines to run you through there. You've got the draft coming up. Off-season voluntary workouts are about to begin soon enough, Tyler. Yep. We're going to be back in it. You're going to be back in it at all the practices, all the OTAs, talking to the players, getting to know all the new players that Monty Austin Ford's drafts and that he uh, signs in free agency. And we're going to be with you along the whole way as well. That is Cardinals Corner. You can find Tyler on Twitter at TDrake4Sports. That's the number four for sports. You can follow (laughs) Cardinals Corner at AZ Cards Corner. You can find all of our episodes on the Arizona Sports app, where if you listen to podcasts, give us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. Find you though. They can find me on Twitter at Eric Ruby. That's Eric with a K E R I K R U B Y on Twitter or on Arizona Sports Monday through Friday, 12 30 to 5 30, bringing you the latest from the Arizona Sports Desk with Burns and Gambo and Wolf and Luke. But until we are back, breaking down more draft stuff, more free agency. What the heck are the Cardinals doing? Yep. Are they going to trade DeAndre Hopkins? We'll talk about all that when it happens. We'll be back then. Until then, enjoy football. Yep.